You're listening to Surrounded by History, a podcast of the Blue Earth County Historical Society. Produced by Radio Mankato with your host, Historical Society Executive Director Jessica Potter. And now, Surrounded by History. Hello and welcome to Surrounded by History. I'm your host, Jessica Potter, with the Blue Earth County Historical Society. Joining me today is Radio Mankato's Jeff Lang. Every week, this program explores the history all around us, the history in plain sight. In this segment of of Surrounded by History, we will dig into the history and the stories behind one of our prominent historic buildings. Our community celebrates the history of our built environment with many houses and commercial buildings currently listed on the National Register of Historic Places. In addition, the Mankato Heritage Preservation Commission has designated a series of properties as local landmarks. Today, we're going to learn a little bit more about one of those on the National Register and a local landmark. We hope you will enjoy being surrounded by the history of the Ellerby Building, located in downtown Mankato, attached to the Mayo Health Systems Civic Center. So many of you listening know of this historic and iconic building, either from the distinct architecture features that you can see from Hickory Street or because you've attended an event in the grand room inside of it when you're at a big event at the Civic Center. This building and this location in particular have a very long history tied to banking. Oh, wow. Okay. So well, there's a vault inside there. There is a vault. And so I'm going to tell you a little bit more about that. So... Um, This corner, which uh, would have been the corner of Front Street and Hickory Street. Now, I know that's a little hard for people to wrap their brains around because there is no actual street anymore. Um, Front Street runs through the center of the Civic Center. Um, and so that is, uh, so we're not really getting our, our, our bearings when we realize that that actually has a street underneath the sidewalk. You used to go right in front of there, in front of... Um, uh, the loose moose, and then also down right across the street there is what you might call it, um, the GMG building. Right, so, right. That building, like have, seeing that, being able to visualize that as a storefront is pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. And so that's where we're going to learn a little bit more about this particular building, known as the Ellerby Building, um, would have had its front doors on Front Street, but it sat on the corner of Front and Hickory. Um, this particular corner in history has had a bank on it for over a hundred years. Wow. The first bank to be located here was also Mankato's first private banking institution known as J.J. Thornton and Company. And it operated here starting in 1865 until 1868. So very early on in Mankato's history, um, we had our very first private bank. Um, and, and that gets into um, you know all logistics of banking very early on. But so it's just important to know that that's... Um, that a group of people started a banking um, company right here. So their interests were then sold to First National Bank in 1868. And why that's significant is the branch or the location in Mankato was the seventh of Minnesota's nationally chartered banks. So back in 1868, so think about this. So this is... Uh, we're, we're, you know, think about uh, life after the Civil War. You know, think about the things that are happening. And this is the seventh 
bank, a nationally chartered bank, is right here in Mankato. So the original building that sat on this corner was a single-story wood frame structure built in 1865, uh, very, very typical of that time period. Mm-hmm. It was replaced in 1876 with a two-story brick office building, and that particular building stayed in its location for 35 years, all the time serving as that first national bank. The building that stands on the corner today that we know of as the Ellerby Building was built in 1913 by architects Ellerby and Round. We're going to learn more about them in a little bit. Um, The building was expanded and remodeled in... Um, 1963, um, and First National Bank then continued to operate on this location until 1974 when it moved to a new building, which was on the corner of South 2nd and Hickory Streets, and so that ended the banking history on this particular corner. So how, when I'm going to just kind of jump us though, when First National Bank opened just down the street on 2nd and Hickory, that um, that particular location is where the um, the new addition to the Civic Center had just been recently added. Okay, um, and so that location, and we you can kind of remember there was always a bank on that corner. Yep. That was the bank that they um, built in 1974. So, over the next um, 20 years uh, of existence on this particular corner, the building became known as the National Bank Building. You know, it ties back to yep. the history. And it was used for offices and um, different uh, dif- different businesses would come and go out of it. Um, in 1994, the building was saved from demolition because they were beginning to build the Civic Center. Um, and there was a lot of, of they a lot of buildings were torn down during urban renewal, which is also this time period, mm-hmm. and then also with the expansion or the the building of the Civic Center and the downtown core, um, there was the the. the National Bank building was being threatened from demolition. However, um, they figured out a way to incorporate the building. The south, the west, and the majority of the east exterior of the building actually remain, and the north elevation of the building is what's incorporated into the hallway of the Civic Center. So um, they basically built the Civic Center around Around this building. Um, So now we know it for as an event space, meetings, receptions. Um, It's a very beautiful space. As you mentioned, there's vaults in that space. Um, And so that is uh, that ties right back to that first to that building that was built in 1913. So why is this building so significant? Why go through all of this trouble of building a new civic center around it? Well, architecturally and historically, it's a very significant building, not only for Mankato, but actually for um, Minnesota, but even the Midwest. Um, Because of the architectural design and style that was was being used at the time it was built, it's a really significant building. Um, So the, the building itself is known as the Prairie School Architecture Style. And um, what that means is that in the early 1900s, there were a group of architects that studied under Frank Lloyd Wright. That name probably Mm -hmm. sounds familiar, right? Um, One of them was Louis Sullivan. And he really was the one who... um, 
kind of created, if you want to call it, the prairie style uh, design for architecture. So Frank Lloyd Wright kind of inspired, but Louis Sullivan is known as kind of the the father of of the prairie style. And so this was a very interesting style of architecture in which it emphasized horizontal rather than vertical. So think of um, think back of those the the um, Empire State Building, the Chrysler Tower. Everything was vertical. Right. And now at the turn of the century, they're starting to look a little bit more organic and horizontal, and the flatness of the prairie. So this was a very significant style that was very much in the Midwest because that's what our landscape looked like, mm-hmm. and they were using natural products like wood and brick and stone and the colors were browns and greens and rusts and when you hear all of that you think about the Ellerbe building and it's it is it is just a definition of prairie style so that is one of the big reasons why this building is so significant um, not only for the um, Mankato but also even broader as the, the Midwest so um, this building uh, really represented that. And, and the St. Paul architects of Ellerbe and Round were using this style. And it demonstrates this circle of progressive architects that were really dedicated to that prairie school design. And they, you can see little pockets of them all over the Midwest. This particular building, the Ellerbe Building, was constructed in 1913 for about $85,000. Um, the building's base, if you're not familiar with this building, I'll try to create an image in your mind. And actually, quickly, $85,000, is that a lot for then? It would have been. It yeah, would it have been. Like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It just felt like that would be a lot for 1913. Yeah, so. exactly. And, and it would have been. Um, but it also... It, banks, in particular, were known as um, show places. And and gathering places, and um, they would go high style. Um, where you would kind of show off all those architectural details right. in a Got bank. You. Mm-hmm. So it it would be a lot of money, but it also it's it's part of how a bank would be built mm-hmm. at that time. So to paint a picture of of this building, if you're not familiar with it, um, the base of the building is local stone, um, local uh, of our limestone, local stone, and it reaches the height of seven and a half um, feet from the the base up, and then it contrasts with a red brick above that's reaching a total of two stories, or 20 feet. And then on the Hickory um, Street side of the building, there are 11 symmetrical, tall, narrow, multi-paned stained glass windows. And these windows, I think, are the iconic feature of this building. And they're separated by brick and stone, and there's some terracotta that's incorporated into it, lots of greens and rust colors. Mm-hmm. There's even a little hint of blue that's incorporated in the stained glass. Um, and it's all, again, those organic details and materials that were used at the time. The, the original entrance for the bank would have been on Front Street. And we were just talking about where does that kind of put you. So um, if you go down to the Civic Center today um, and you're going in kind of that main entrance and the the little statue of the hockey player. Yeah, it's to the lobby entrance <laughs> where you're going, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So right next to that is the main entrance, um, the original main doors. There's some doors the there. Are those the ma- original main doors then? Those would be the, um, the location of the original the doors. Okay. The original doors were actually 
actually an ornate bronze. Um, and so, <clears throat> and it had a marble floor as its entryway. Nice. Um, but now a lot of that's all been altered because they don't want, that's not an entrance anymore. Right. So a lot of that's been taken away. In the room itself, there's an incredible skylight in the center of the room, and it has that same coloring and patterns as those windows do. And then the vaults we talked about, um, that space um, originally would have, they really played up on the bronze. All of the teller cages is what they were known as the time, um, were all bronze and ornate. And so, I mean, it's a stunning building. Um, inside and out. And we are very fortunate in Mankato to have preserved this building. Mm-hmm. So I bet you're kind of wondering, so why do we call it the LRB building? Right. So the two gentlemen that designed and built this building were Franklin LRB and Olin Round. Um, they were... So the interesting little thing is that Franklin was... Uh, Mr. Ellerby was born in Mississippi um, in 1870... But by the time he was a young man, like the age of four, he and his mother and sisters actually lived in Mankato. Um, They end up really living out their whole lives in St. Paul. So they're only here for a really small little window of time, about four or five years. Um, And then in 1909, at the turn of the century... Um, in his late 30s, Franklin started his own architecture firm in St. Paul. And just a couple of years later, he partnered with Olin Round, who was also an architect, and they renamed their firm Ellerby and Round. During the time that they have um, their partnership, another little small window of time, they went on to do some really incredible things. They actually were, they, they designed Mayo Clinic's first group practice clinic in 1912. Oh, wow. And they also designed the Kaler Hotel in Rochester. I hear about that from time to time. Yeah. So, um, and then in 1913, they, of course, designed the um, first national bank building right here in Mankato. Um, so again, their relationship kind of has a, a small little window. And then after that, Franklin goes on to um, to operate his own firm until he dies in 1921, and then his son, Thomas, takes over the company. But under Thomas's leadership, um, Ellerby and Company expands and becomes one of the largest in the nation. Wow. Um, specializing in designs of medical facilities, educational, industrial, and commercial structures. Um, they also, at this time, also were known for the plumber building at the Mayo Clinic, um, some buildings at the College of St. Thomas and St. Paul, uh, the St. Paul City Hall and Courthouse. Um, so very significant architecture firm. All starts from Franklin, who as a young boy up here in Mankato. That's cool. Very cool. So um, the company goes on to um, to continue to grow larger and larger. They merge in 1988 with um, an associate, uh, associates group, an architecture firm out of Los Angeles. Headquarters stay in Minnesota. Um, and then in 2009, they um, merge with another major um, global company. And all of these, it, it comes right back to Franklin Ellerby and the firm that he started and how it just built and grew. So over 100 years worth of architecture Architecture wow. design ties back to this company, and ultimately, these are one of his first buildings. The Ellerby Building is one of his first buildings that he designs, and the legacy continues. So, 
um, a pretty exciting little twist. So many things, yeah. Yeah, fun little twist to um, to having it be right here. And I think it's appropriately named, the LRB building. I think so. So, sorry, Mr. Round, but uh, <laughs> we, we knocked you out. Um, okay, so I have a fun little tidbit for you that I'm curious if you know. Okay. All right. Um, have you ever heard of the James Younger gang? Of course. Okay, and they are known for... Robin Banks. Robin Banks. And getting caught someplace in southern Minnesota. <laughs> exactly. Is that where we're going? Is that the trick? <laughs> That's where we're going. <laughs> That's where we're going. So we, many of us that are from Minnesota, we know of the, the story of the notorious James Younger Gang um, and their uh, unsuccessful attempt to rob the First National Bank in Northfield, Minnesota. That was on September 7th, 1876. But did you know there's a Mankato connection? I did not. To this robbery. I knew there was the Medelia connection eventually. Yes. But yep. Okay, go on. I, I, won't, I won't stop you. No, that's okay. That's okay. So, and Medelia is right in our backyard. Right. So, I mean, nice and close. Okay, so legend has it that Mankato's first national bank was a potential target by the notorious outlaws, but they chose to abort the robbery due to the crowds in town. Ooh. What do you think? I think it's a good. I think it's probable. Like, as much as they're like they're like the community loved them. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's more so the cops that didn't like them, obviously. <laughs> but they still don't want a lot of witnesses or a lot of potential danger and people to stop them. That's right. That's right. All right. So this is just a legend. <laughs> um, it's a really good story. However, uh, in an uh, interview that Cole Younger did, um, he he did. So we all kind of know the story is that the the robbery was a failed attempt. Um, the younger brothers ended up getting captured. We'll kind of go into those details, and they go to prison. Um, so Cole Younger later on, I mean, it was a good twenty years later. Um, he did an interview um, talking about the robbery, and he recounted that the gang had always planned the, to rob the Northfield Bank because there was a rumored $75,000 deposit in oh, that wow. bank. Okay. And um, part of the story goes that the um, they, they were not as interested in the banks in the rural areas because this is right after the grasshopper plagues. Okay. And so they felt that the farming community had already been through so much that they did not want to hurt them anymore. Hurt them anymore. And that's the cool part about them. That's why mm-hmm. people like them. Yeah. So the $75,000 actually ties back to a Civil War um, general who is, is living in Minnesota at the time and he's supposed to have deposited all of his money there. And so since they were actually involved in the Civil War, and they that's kind of how they came mm-hmm, together mm-hmm. as a gang. They were all about taking down anybody that was associated with the Civil War. <laughs> so that's why they went after to get their money. But I did say that there's a Minnesota or a Mankato connection, yeah. though. I did. So the, it's true that the gang was indeed in Mankato prior to the robbery. They were not scouting it out. They were not trying to figure out if they should rob it and and decided to abort. But they were in Mankato. Um, He, Cole Younger, again, um, acknowledges in this interview that he was, in fact, in Mankato's first national bank, the bank we've been talking about, the Ellerby building, and he changed out a $20 bill. 
So a lot of um, people at the time thought that he was scoping the place out to figure out how he could rob it, and that's why he was changing right. out the, the bills. Um, I kind of wonder if it was maybe, maybe it was counterfeit. I don't know. That was not part of the story, but I'm making it up. Um, <laughs> So that was two days, or I'm sorry, that was five days prior to them going to Northfield. So they actually were here, and they were kind of um, collecting themselves and trying to, you know, plot out what was going to happen. So they were kind of, they were all together here, and then... Came back, came back together in Northfield. Um, and then, of course, the the robbery goes goes south very quickly. Um, and they fled, the whole gang fled, um, again, taking those two separate routes and making their way back down to this part of the state. And um, they were hiding out in this vicinity of Mankato for about two weeks while they were trying to avoid uh, being captured. Really? Really? Now, that part I did not know. I mm-hmm. thought, in my head, they went from the robbery straight out to Medelia making a run for it. No, it took about two weeks, and they were all over the place. They um, they were over. I mean, there's so many different accounts of, of people that they encountered. They were out by Miniopa State Park. They were, it wouldn't have been the park at the time. Um, so they were all over in this part of the okay. uh, neck of the woods. And then they start kind of, they're, they're eventually kind of moving themselves south and west that's how they end up a little bit closer to Medelia, and um, and they were spotted. Mm-hmm. So that's how it all kind of came together. And so September 21st, the the robbery itself was on September 7th. So uh, September 21st, the younger brothers were captured near Medelia, and those James brothers they escaped through South Dakota. Crazy. So there you go. There's a couple of little fun little tidbits like about uh, Mankato, the LRB building, also known as um, the National Bank building that's been incorporated into the Mayo Health Systems Civic Center. And uh, with all of that, we just hope you enjoyed our program as we explored the history of the LRB building, this prominent building in our downtown with a very vibrant past that continues to serve as a community gathering space today. All of this information we share today comes from the archives of the Blue Earth County Historical Society. Until next time, we hope you see the history that surrounds you. You've been listening to Surrounded by History, a podcast from the Blue Earth County Historical Society, produced by Radio Mankato. For more information on this and other topics, visit BlueEarthCountyHistory.com or stop by the Blue Earth County History Center at 424 Warren Street in Mankato. Thanks for listening to Surrounded by History.